right. One, two, three. Welcome back to episode 26 of the Second Unit Podcast. My name is Zach Parsons. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jake Devon and Alex Saban, with producer Ben on the ones and twos. And boys, we got... It's exciting. It's an exciting time. Football's back. Best uh, time of the year. Best time it's of the Christmas. year. We have uh, NFL Week 1 this weekend to preview. We are going to look back on College Football Week 1, talk a little Colorado. Uh, there's a little Big Brother controversy going on right now that I think we need to discuss and get people caught up. And then we have, at the end of the show, we'll have a worst, the worst trades of all time drafts, which I think will be a good time. Uh, before we start, uh, I just want to ask, Alex, how are you today? I'm Coming good. off that White Sox loss last night, um, talk about it. It's fine. The games don't matter. It it's it's it is what it is. But yeah, a, a six run lead and then <laughs> losing doesn't feel good. Um, so I've just resorted to just betting the over okay. every single time because I know we're going to give up a lot of runs. Every third game we're going to score zero, and that's yep. fine. So two out of three we're going to win because we let the other team get the over on their own. Yep. So it's a fun time to watch baseball. Perfect. Really glad the football's back. Yeah, thank God football's All back. All of our teams, our teams are going to have top five picks. We have that to look forward to. Yep. You know? That's going to be sick. We're going to add a good prospect. That Cardinals maybe. and White Sox. And, and, and that's yeah, that's maybe. what's <laughs> unfortunate about baseball is it's not like we'll an immediate impact. Yeah, years. like when I'm 34, <laughs> this guy might be good. That's going to be so fun. That's gonna kick ass. Hey, Matt Holiday's kid is already up in like AAA. That's true. I did see that wow. Jackson Holiday. Yeah, he can't get up. hotels because he looks too young. You see that story? No, I didn't. He what tried to get a hotel, and the guy was like, "You're a kid. Yeah, you, you're not getting this that's hotel. Tough. Yeah, that's great, a tough thing for him." Uh, let's get started. Let's do some college football. Let's talk Colorado. Uh, Dion, twenty half point underdogs, uh, beats TCU outright. Uh, we were all together watching the game, uh, watching the end of the game. As two college football, like two not big fans of college football, what did you think of the game, Alex? Uh, I mean, it was obviously exciting because Dion brings a lot of attention, a lot of excitement, and the fact that they went and beat somebody who just played in the national championship is great for the mm -hmm. program, for everything. Um, Colorado had, what, one win last year? Yep. So already... Not worse than last year. Three and, which is great. three and a half was their win total this year. That's how low it was. Wow. Which so, is crazy. That is kind of wild. The one thing is that TCU kind of lost everybody. They from did lose their everybody team last year. I was so say, I just don't know. They were ranked 17th, but I don't know if TCU is really still that caliber of a team. Yeah. But it is, you know, great for them. Happy for them. It's a huge win. It's on the road, it's in Texas. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Oh, well, I, yeah, to piggyback off what Saban's saying, I think this is more of like a respectful preseason ranking for TCU. But with that said, I think preseason rankings shouldn't happen. Yeah. For the I, record. I think it's the dumbest thing of all time. With that said, though, you have to give Colorado their flowers. Oh, big time. Like, my biggest takeaway was Shadur. Yeah. He, He's that a player. guy looks like he can play in the league. Mm -hmm. Like, where I was read stuff about him where he might struggle coming from the. Um, swack the, the swack yeah to the Pac-12 a big conference in the NCAA and he didn't struggle at all like yeah. at all they didn't make him feel pressured at all I heard the offensive line was bad I mean they got to him a little but he only had nine incompletions right. for 510 yards and four touchdowns I mean he looked like the real deal and then Travis Hunter is maybe the best football player on the planet as I, well. I, I played was 100 guy top played five a, yeah Played 129 snaps, uh, had 11 catches for 119 yards, and had an interception <laughs> on the other side. In uh, I don't know if you guys noticed the weather, but it was so fucking hot there yeah. too. It's just incredible. 
that he was able to play 120 snaps or whatever it was. Is he going to be a receiver in the league at the next level? Probably, right? Like, he's better receiver than corner, but even though he's a good corner. No, I think he's a better corner than receiver. You think he's a better yeah. corner? He was the he was number one. as a corner. He was recruited as oh a corner. Oh, my God. Yeah, he'll be a corner in the league, and wow. he'll play, maybe play some receiver. I don't know if we're going to see this again where he plays every single snap. I think this might be like a week one we're just going to throw him out there and see what happens like he can't play 120 snaps a game and stay healthy like well, nobody can well they they only won this game by three and without him being an x-factor they might lose yeah 100 if he doesn't play both sides well of the ball. and that's i think that's gonna they probably be do lose the problem for colorado <laughs> yeah. is they have great they have good skill position position guys mm. their trenches aren't good and they don't have a lot of depth yeah. so it's like if any of these top guys get hurt it's going to be a little bit of a struggle but does this kind of thing make you want to watch Colorado the rest of the year? Like, yes. are you going to turn on Colorado games and and watch Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter do stuff? For oh, me, yeah. every week. Okay. I, was, every I, single week. I had zero, well, not zero, but like no part of me was going to be like, oh, I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I'm watching Colorado. Yeah. And 100%, if I saw it like on the YouTube TV home screen yeah. that Colorado was on, I will absolutely click on it just to see For what's me, going on. There's three can't miss teams right now. And I might be overlooking someone. Yeah. I'm sure I am. But I want to see Colorado, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, and USC. Yeah. Those are my three teams. Yeah, like, those, those are like the teams, best. I like, want to see those. Yeah, for sure. It, uh, it's huge for Colorado. I'm very happy for Colorado. I'm very scared for Colorado that Dion's going to be the Florida State head coach in two years. And this is just going to be all for not for them, but they should enjoy the hell out of this ride with Deion Sanders as long as it lasts. That coach down there is coaching really well, too. That's true. Tallahassee, right? Yeah, but I mean, this is the first year that Norvell has had like a good Florida State team, right. so like he, he needs this. And speaking of Florida State, I guess this is a good transition into that. They beat the fuck out of LSU. Uh, it was a neutral site game. And in, Florida. Neutral in Florida. In Florida. Yeah, it was definitely a, a Tallahassee, like Florida State crowd, but they just they they were better than LSU. Florida State was better at LSU at every level of football. It was unbelievable. And Jordan Travis, I think, might win the Heisman. He was crazy to watch. Um, we said that about like five guys this weekend. It's so awesome. Yeah, college football's in a I good know. place. It's the best. Caleb Williams, uh, Jordan Travis, Travis Hunter, yeah. um, Sam Hartman. There's so many guys out there. It's like every week you have to watch. I saw Travis Hunter's Heisman odds. He was like 400 to one to like, he's like 30 to one now. It's crazy. Like his <laughs> Heisman. game. That's all you yeah. need to see. Imagine yeah. you're sitting on a 400 to one Travis Hunter ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Be great for Travis Hunter's mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see that clip from Travis Hunter? It was a tweet. Uh, <laughs> it was a viral tweet. Oh, I know. Yeah. And the tweet said, Travis Hunter like inspired me to go both ways at the bar. It's I'm so, going to yeah. hit on boys and girls. Going Travis Hunter mode tonight yeah. at the club. Yeah. Hitting on girls. boys and girls playing both sides of the yeah. ball. Um, <laughs> and Travis Hunter reacted to that and thought that it was a really cool uh, clip. What but. makes Travis Hunter even better is off the field. He seems like the coolest dude. Like yeah. he'd hang out with anyone. He mm-hmm. seems so genuine. Yeah. Like, I'm rooting for that kid. Yeah. I was going to say he's going to be uh He'll be a first-round pick in the NFL for sure. Yeah, but real quick, back to Florida State, LSU. Yeah. Just want it on the record that Brian Kelly sucks. Oh, dude, he Brian is Kelly just worst. sucks in every single yeah. way. He is the worst. I don't really have grudge guys for me where it's like, man, I root against you actively, but Brian Kelly's on that short list of guys where it's like, 
I'm not even, I, like I said, I'm not a huge Notre Dame fan, but what he did to Notre Dame really fucked them over. Like, was just a scummy thing to do. And he just, what I really hated about Brian Kelly is as soon as he got hired to LSU, he got a Southern accent. That's what I hate the most again, about yeah, him. Everything about him. Yeah. I love that when they got their asses beat this past weekend, the viral clip of him uh, with the recruit doing like the... Yeah slow-mo 360 video and the anymore. guy didn't even he sign with them <laughs> he transferred yeah he's uh i think that was walker howard i can't remember where he's at now oh. but he did transfer but yeah just everything about brian kelly super cringy i do not i don't root against lsu but i agree with against brian kelly yeah. i just don't want to see him it be sucks because i loved lsu because like that those lsu teams with coach o were so fun but yeah i i just don't Hand up, I had LSU in the playoff. That's not happening. Yeah. That's a mistake. Well, I will say... <laughs> One week, regret. Yeah. It's better to lose early than late in college football. And they lost to a top 10 team. Right. Who is now ranked, what, four? Right. So this was, this isn't a horrible loss for them. If right. they run the table the rest of the year, they could make the playoffs still. Right. Um, but they lost that room for error. Um, really quick, just let's touch on... Uh, Clemson, Clemson and Duke. That one is a horrible loss. That is a horrible loss. Duke beat Clemson 28 to seven. Riley Leonard, uh, the quarterback for Duke was just running all over the place. Dabo Sweeney has not adjusted to the NIL era of paying players has been very open about not wanting to pay players. And it's finally catching up to him. He's, he's entering that discussion, that Brian Kelly discussion for me of like, I just want to see you do bad. Well, did, have you ever, you've heard his cringy quote of all time, right? <sighs> what did he say? He's a couple of years ago, a year or two ago, he said, we did build this program on NIL. Oh yeah. God's name. Yeah. Image and likeness. Right. That's what he said. That's something. He's a very cringy guy. Yeah. <laughs> that like, sure is something. <laughs> yeah. The, di- the difference between the two of them at this point is uh, Dabo's won two national titles, yeah, so right. he's already done yeah. what he was supposed to do. So if he starts being bad now, like, sure, it's not great, but yeah. he's accomplished He something. still goes down as a good coach right. Right, at the end of the day. And uh, uh, watching Clemson's offense last year, you would think DJ Ungalungalele was the problem. and He's not, because he played well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he played really well in, that, in the Oregon State game, which is only one game, and they were playing right. a trash can. But uh, did you see that one play from him where he legitimately had like All seven throw. seconds to throw? He and stopped. He, he stopped. Yeah. yeah. He like stopped bouncing his feet. It was, <laughs> it like, was crazy. It was crazy that he had so much time to throw, and he threw a touchdown. But anyway, uh, Clemson sucks. They're, they are out. They're, their shit is done. Bad day for the over. Bad day for the over. Terrible day for the Bad over. day for a mega play. We, yeah. I think we all had at least $25 on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All gone. We'll get them next week. <laughs> uh, Indiana, Ohio State. Really quick. Let's just touch on it. 23 to 3. Nothing was good for either team, but it was. I'm worried about Ohio State. I'm worried yeah. about their quarterbacks. I'm going to say that only giving up 23 points to Ohio State and only losing by 20 feels kind of like a win in Bloomington yeah. to me. There's yeah. a lot of national talk right now that Ohio State looked really bad. And mm-hmm. they did look really bad. I think that's a little unfair to Indiana at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Um, I mean, they're going to be like one of the worst Big Ten teams. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, but you, I just hate... I just hate these games when we come away from the games and be like, oh, the team looked so bad. You got to give the other team credit. They stopped them. Yeah, They for made sure. it tough for the Well, no, I wasn't even – I I guess I'm just more worried about the future of Ohio State being a oh, national yeah. title team I of like – yeah. 
I wasn't impressed with Kyle McCord, and I wasn't impressed. I mean, Devin Brown didn't play at all, but or only played a few snaps, it looks like. But it's bad. Trayvon Henderson didn't look very good. Their running back that's supposed to be an All-American guy. Now this is a Big Ten team they played, so it is better than the – trash cans that they're going to be playing the next couple weeks so maybe we'll reevaluate after yeah but they might get it back on the rails yeah they might figure out that we're just, just always throw it to marvin harrison yeah <laughs> i think that's a good call and then uh illinois beat toledo on a game-winning field goal did not cover the seven and a half but uh i bet that one luke altmeyer led illinois back uh game-winning drive with about three seconds left kicked the field goal i <laughs> that game was interesting because they did the thing where they were playing for the field goal and not for the touchdown. And in college, that shit is terrifying that we're playing yeah, for field goals. Kick. No, these they cannot. You don't trust and these this, college kickers? No. And this was only like a 20-yard field goal. And even then, I was like, I don't know if we should be just like kneeling this out and running the kicker out here there, Bielma. But uh, but they picked up the win, so want to know for them. And then Notre Dame kicked ass again. Yeah, they, Sam Hartman yeah. is on a tear. He only played like three quarters, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I saw him. There's viral clips of him out there doing all the play calling and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was and what was he game. doing? Can you can nope, you act I, it out I, for I me? Elaborate. Oh, was <laughs> he? Wasn't he doing like the? Was he like doing the? the he, he was doing some like, very very sexually charged yeah, looking like, hand motions yeah. and oh, just kind of laughing about yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's just a kid. He's that's like twenty. Guys, he's like twenty five. Dude, that's though. just guys <laughs> being dudes. three years older than Anthony Richardson. Dude, that's just guys being dudes. <laughs> Calm down. There's nothing wrong with it. It was just yeah. funny. But just that cake mentioned it and didn't care to explain a little bit for the people who might not know. We are an audio look, podcast. Look it up. So not at work. Uh, Sam Hartman, four incompletions, four touchdowns. Pretty good. Yeah, if yeah. You can do that. Really good. <laughs> so that's all I really had for college football. Do you guys have any more thoughts from week one? Uh, just to piggyback on your Illini thing, I think they're getting a little heat from the national media. But what I can say is the Mac expert of this group, Toledo's not a Toledo's bad team. a good football team. Yeah, every year Toledo runs out a good football yeah. team. So Illinois might still be okay. I mean, I okay, I mean, they might get bowl eligible by yeah. the end of the year kind of vibes. But. Uh, I think they're going to be bowl eligible. And, yeah, they were seven and a half oh, point favorites. But. I did want to bring up something, actually, about week two. Yeah. So I, it's Colorado, Nebraska. And I think Nebraska is – or Colorado might be like a four and a half point favorite. Uh-huh. I think I'm betting the house on Colorado. See, Nebraska's not that good. It's funny you say that. Oh, no. You're going to fade them? <laughs> Everyone – uh, like my mother knows to bet on Colorado this weekend. Right. So that's why I'm afraid to bet on Colorado <laughs> this weekend. Did you watch the Nebraska Minnesota game? Yes, I did. Okay. And so did save it. And like, I get yeah. that, but like also I've seen hundreds of games in my life in this exact situation of like, yeah, Colorado looked great week one and Nebraska looked like shit week one. Let's bet Colorado. And it's Colorado Nebra- at home. Nebraska's the play dude. Nebraska's just nah. the play. I'm going with Colorado minus three at home. I, they're going to win by ten. Nebraska's the play, dude. Big Matt I hate Rule it. guy. I ha- I'm not, but like just Matt Rule did cover week one. He did. He's one of my only college football wins. So and far. and Matt Rule is a good college coach. I mean, he oh, didn't work out in the NFL, coach. but he was a really good college coach. What he did at Baylor was amazing. Yeah. So uh, I I agree with you. I'm rooting for Colorado, but if I was betting this game, I'm actually not going to bet this game. Is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put fifty dollars on it. You wow. Colorado minus three. Minus three, yeah. Um, Is it 50? D. Five zero. zero. That's a lot for me. That's That's a mega play. That is a mega play. That's a mega play. Five bucks. That's a mega play. Uh, all right. So we have that to look forward to. There's something. Jake DeBond's mega play. Follow follow or fade. Yep. So far, Parsons, for the record, is one and one. Parsons is one and one on the arm mega plays. 
Well, we should keep track of this. I we, am we one need to one. start documenting. Here's my plays. one mega play, follow it or not. I'll I'll tell you how it is. After I am two and zero on the picks I gave out on the show though so far. Okay. I gave out Utah and Colorado last week. Nice. So yep. those both covered. But I did in our group chat give a give a mega play for uh, who was it? Oh, I was just fading Northwestern. I'm just I'm gonna bet against Northwestern all season. And it worked. Good scumbags. Their football team. They're scumbags, but they got rid of everybody. Nobody is on that team anymore, and it's all trash. So bet against Northwestern yeah. the rest of the year. That was the over in that game, right? Nope. Oh no, no it was, was just the, minus five and a half. Yeah. And then we lost on the Duke yeah. Clemson over. Which is such bullshit because the strength of those two teams are supposed to be their offense. They're, both their defenses suck and their offenses are supposed to be the the strong like part. And it was just a college game where kids were fumbling at the goal line and like all sorts of shit. Clemson's just, quarterback sucks too. He sucks. Yeah, he's a he's a is he a sophomore, I guess, technically? I don't know. He yeah, came in he at the end. Freshman at, last year. Yeah, at the end of last season. I do think he's actually not that bad, but uh, we'll see. He's just young. I think he'll get better. Yeah. And somehow we got back to Clemson. Did we see the clip of Dabo going out for like a high five as Clubnik <laughs> yeah. was like yeah. coming off the field and yeah. he just didn't even high five him? Oh, That's a bad look. That's a bad look for Dabo. Like there's like, hey, we're not having a great game. And then there's like, hey, I'm not even fully bought into right. what my coach is trying to do here. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Oh. So also here's here's here. I'm I'm gonna bet this is not gonna be a mega play though. Okay. Take Georgia minus forty two and just trust me. Who oh they, they play, play Ball State. Ball State, State. <laughs> Ball State won't score a point. Did you see it's gonna be like fifty six zero? Who scheduled that? That's so mean. We, we started the yeah. year SEC SEC. Did you do, Georgia? Do, does Ball State get paid like yes. a shit ton yeah, of money to do that? Like, lot. hey, can we please yeah. come kick your ass? Yeah. Did you see how Kentucky covered that? Ball State game no. that touchdown at the end. No. It was a touchdown with like forty five seconds left. That yeah. like they just kind of let him run in because the game was over. Or whatever. That's how Kentucky fucking covered. Ball State might be bowl eligible by the end of the year. I'm not talking too much crap about Ball State, but I promise Georgia we won't score. It'll yeah. be fifty six zero. I think. Okay. My actual. All right. All right. Bet. I'm gonna bet it from the alum. Chirp chirp. I will. I will bet that heavy minus forty two. Oh shit. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, all right. Any more college football thoughts before we move on? Good stuff. Good stuff. What's to get into the NFL? The only NFL news uh, that I saw today that was relevant is Travis Kelsey. Uh, or no, two things. Sorry. Nick Bosa and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey hyperextending his knee, putting his uh, you know health in question for Thursday's game against the Chiefs. And Nick Bosa signing a five-year, $170 million contract. Twenty guaranteed, I think. But me and Saban were just watching NFL Network, and Rappaport said he didn't sign that. So I don't know oh. what the exact update on that is, or if maybe that was like an old thing we were watching. I have maybe. no idea. But it was really weird that uh, it was about an hour prior. I saw Schefter tweet it, and then Rappaport said nothing happened. So I'm just going to assume that he's going to be back and be playing Travis Kelsey might miss the game Thursday night, and Chris Jones might miss the game Thursday night, which is going to be an issue for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts going into Thursday night? Um, going into Thursday night, yeah, it'd be the smart move to sit Travis. Even if you lose this game, it's not that big of a deal, I don't think, if you lose this game week one. Travis is somebody that they have to have to win the Super Bowl later down the road, so you just have to play this super safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a third-year tight end in Noah Gray that they really like. So yeah. this team, the only thing that scares me about the Chiefs is I'm never going to bet up against Patrick Mahomes, but their weapons do not look good. They didn't look good last year either. They right, won the exactly. Super Bowl. But that's with Travis Kelsey on yeah. the team. So right. if Travis is going to miss the game, 
We'll see. I'd sit him this week and reevaluate him. I like Sky Moore a lot this year. I think Sky Moore's in yeah. for a big season. Say so the Travis Kelsey thing isn't as big a concern for me. It almost feels like if they didn't have the Thursday game, yeah, then he might be okay be, to play on Sunday. Right. And from a fantasy perspective, the Thursday game's good. It's the Monday night game that you really have to worry about. Am I going to play this right. guy or not? Because if they announce he's not playing, then he's not playing. But um, Chris Jones is a much bigger concern yeah. if he doesn't Because that's a multiple-week thing. Because that's, yeah, there's no end in sight there, and the Chiefs' defense is not incredibly strong, and nope. he is absolutely, like, a game-wrecker. Yep, he's so. one of, he's a short, on the short list of guys that on the defensive side can change a football game, and there's probably about seven of those guys in the league that, that do that, so... Yeah, that's a huge, huge deal. The line moved. It was opened up at uh, Chiefs minus six and a half, and I think it's down to four and a half now. Four and a half is what I saw today, yeah. So that's – who do you – Jake, who do you have winning that game? Uh, Chiefs are going to win. Do they cover? No. You don't think they cover? It's going to be a really close game. Wow. Okay. But this is a really bright light for this Detroit team. I think Detroit's going to be good, but this is just a really bright light to start the year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, simply because it's in Arrowhead, I think the Chiefs will win. I do think they'll cover, too. I think they'll win. I think this enough. is going to be a Chiefs win 28-10. to 10. Like, it's not even, like, that 28 close. 28-10? Yeah. Like, it's maybe not 28-10, to 10, but, like, I think the Chiefs are going to beat the shit out of the Lions because I think the Lions... The media thinks the Lions are there already. I don't think they are. I think maybe the Lions think they're, they, they're there already. I don't think they should feel that way there's no way the detroit lions should be opening up the season like that that is just ridiculous to me everything about this screams just hammered the chiefs minus four and a half because they are i didn't really like it at six and a half i thought that was a lot of points but four and a half is you just got to take the chiefs i think is this a mega play <laughs> I won't put you on the spot. Oh, yeah. See, I kind of want to mega play the over just because I want it to be Goffin Mahomes from yeah that game a few the, years oh, back yeah. the when ketchup the ketchup game. mustard game, if you will, where there was a hundred points scored. Yeah, yeah, it was just a shootout back and forth. Every single drive was a touchdown. It was awesome. I uh, friend of the friend of the uh, friend of the program Steve, who was on our uh, NFL preview shows, uh, loves the Detroit Lions. And me and him are in a picks pool with uh, some of his, some of his friends, and we have to pick against the spread every week. And the biggest point of contention so far is Chiefs the the Chiefs Lions line, and he wants to bet the Lions, and I just don't get it. But uh, I just don't see Jared Goff going into Arrowhead and beating Patrick Mahomes. I just don't. I don't see him keeping it close. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I'm excited. I think I'm on Rosin for a big, big game. I will say that. Oh, so huge, huge season for yeah. him. I think he's going to lead the league in catches. I think you can bet that 11 to one. I think that's a pretty solid bet in my opinion for if you're into the season long thing. So this year for the NFL, we are going to preview each week uh, with this format. We are going to talk about our favorite teams. So we're going to talk about the bears game, the Vikings game and the Colts game every single week. And then each of the three of us will pick one other game to talk about, whichever game you want to talk about. And that's the six games we're going to preview, and we'll pick those games, and, and we'll, that's how we're going to do it. So uh, let's start with the Vikings and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are six-point underdogs, I believe is the number I saw. Yeah. Uh-huh. On the uh, road. 
on the road. Yep. Uh, Alex, give me your give me your thoughts. Um, that's that's gonna be that sh- that is the real mega play. The Vikings minus six. Yeah. Um, very disrespectful that a home game against a garbage team like the Buccaneers, the Vikings dominated the Packers week one last year, if I'm remembering correctly. They did. And Christian Watson dropped that long touchdown that probably changes the game. But yeah, there you go. It is what it is. Shout um, out Taylor Johnson. I got you, fam. <laughs> but I just think the Vikings at home, I think KOC is going to come out with a great week one game plan and it's going to go super smooth, super good. I'm not, no, God, I'm, I'm making myself nervous and say, I'm not worried about the Buccaneers at all. Oh. So Kyle Trask, does, uh, Baker Mayfield. Does Kirk still have the mustache? I don't know. That was a Mustache Monday thing that the boys mm-hmm. were doing, and I don't know if Mustache Monday is still going on. My that was just a d- off-season thing. Be based on if he has that mustache on Sunday <laughs> or not. We'll see what happens. But I think the Vikings are going to come out look really good week one. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, I like that. Jake, what are your thoughts on Vikings Bucks? Um, I would pick the Vikings. I I'm not interested in minus six. Yeah, I I don't know. I just feel like. All these teams are so pumped up and ready to go week one. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, the whole touchdown's a lot. And I feel like the Buccaneers are still have a pretty decent defense. Yeah. Now, I mean, they still have some guys on defense. They have Devin yeah. White. They have Levante David. Covering Vita Bea. Justin Jefferson's going to be a problem for this team. But I, I don't know. I think the Vikings win, though, is what I'll say. I wouldn't bet it. I'm just not going to bet it. I'm yeah, I'm not going to bet it either. I think the Vikings win as well. If I had to bet it, I would, bet, I would just take the six points just because I do think that's a lot of points. And... Kind of, I, the Vikings are going to win this game. I try to talk myself into the Vikings losing this game somehow, some way, and they're just not going to. So that's kind of mean that you had to think about trying to do that. But <laughs> for the content, dude, I was trying to do it for the content. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm glad that you used I don't know any part of your brain. <laughs> uh, let's talk Colts Jags next. Uh, Jags currently minus five on the road in Indianapolis. I think this game is stays closer for a while. I think the Jags ultimately cover. I have the exact score breakdown right now. I think it's going to be Jags 27, Colts 20. I think it's like a late field goal maybe that gets the Colts to 20, makes it look a little better. Right. You know, we were down 17 to 10, like 17 or 10 most of the game in the second half. But I think we lose by seven, Jags cover, and I'm just hoping Richardson looks good. So, um, I, Question. For the Colts secondary mainly. Who okay. who who's covering Calvin Ridley on Sunday? Who's on the team? I don't care who's covering Calvin Ridley. Who's even there? Yeah. I but. can tell you all six corners. You want them all? Well, I just need to know who's covering <laughs> Calvin Ridley mainly. Uh, I don't is Calvin gonna play he's probably gonna play outside, yeah. right? If he plays outside, it's gonna be Dallas Flowers or Daryl Baker Jr. And I listen, I know, yeah, these guys you, know who you those are, guys are here's what I'll say. Flowers I heard of, I think. Yeah, I know ball, and I don't know who either of those. What was the second one? Daryl Baker Jr. Daryl Baker Jr. No, Daryl Baker not Jr. I don't think. Um, here's what I'll say: Daryl Baker Jr., Dallas Flowers, and Jalen Jones. Just keep an eye out for those three names. Those three names. Colts have a lot of guys in the secondary that are going to play a lot, mm-hmm. and I think one or two of those guys break out. Is Julian Blackman back? What is Julian Blackman back? Yes, Julian okay, Blackman's good. back. All, all of our safeties are healthy. They released the practice report today. The only people on it are Zach Moss actually practiced limited, so that's a huge okay. thing. And Darius Leonard practiced in full. He's coming off a concussion. All he has to do is have a – Shaquille. Um, Shaquille, sorry. Um, he has to have a non-team doctor clear him, but then he's in the clear, but he practiced full. Haven't so, the Colts lost like 24 straight 
week ones or something like that. Yeah, it's been really bad. Yeah, not twenty four, but it's like ten. And we haven't. And most of them are against Jacksonville. And you don't beat Jacksonville. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna lose this game, like I said. <laughs> but it'll be. You like guys lose this 20. game when you're supposed to win this game. So yeah, you're not even supposed to win. Back this when game. Andrew Luck was <laughs> yeah, playing, right. we lost this game. Right. So uh, what what do you expect from Anthony Richardson? Do you um, think he runs? Do you think he has more or less than 12 rushing attempts? That's a good line. I think he rushes 10 times for 75 yards. Okay. And do you think it's a lot of design runs or just him? No, I don't think it'll be super designed at the beginning. There'll be a few. I think it'll be like half and half. Okay. Of those 10, five and five. Okay. I think think they're going to maybe not do a week one, but I do... All the stuff they were doing with Jalen Hurts, like what that Eagles offense was doing with Jalen Hurts, is just what they're going to do with Anthony Richardson. And if you think you couldn't stop Jalen Hurts on those like fourth and short plays, right. you sure should ain't I, stopping Anthony Richardson. I guess those. that's a good point. Like it depends how many times we get in like fourth and short, third yeah. and short goal line situations. Right. It just depends like a lot on that. But what is what is Anthony Richardson's squat? All the reason point. that works is because Jalen Hurts has like the strongest legs. In the league, but Anthony Richardson's like a foot and a half taller than Jalen Hurts. Okay, so. Jalen Hurts gets that low leverage. That's, That's why That's it works. He's got That's them thick point. thighs down there. You're Nobody's right. stopping that. I, You're right. And <laughs> I want to go on record. I don't think the Colts win this game, but I think the Colts are going to catch a couple of these early teams off guard. Don't be surprised if the Colts start like two and one or three and one or something, and they're like everybody's like, "Oh, look at the Colts," and uh, then we lose like kind of like ten what the Bears did last year. I, well, yeah. I'm I'm they probably two and one, and then went yeah. two and fifteen probably going to mention it every single week throughout this whole season because i'll never get to talk about it again colts beat the chiefs last year they the did colts they beat the super bowl champion yeah. kansas city chiefs last year yeah, it was a down game for them it was patrick mahomes threw an interception there at the end of the game yep so next we're going to talk about bears packers uh i am very excited for this game i am very sad that i'm gonna have to miss not miss some of it but i'm gonna have to watch it i'm gonna have to go mobile and watch it we have a russell dickerson concert to go to sunday night um that doesn't feel like somebody relevant enough to miss week one of the NFL, but <laughs> we have we have pit pit tickets, and I bought the tickets. I didn't ask about what kind of tickets you have. I just said, All right. wait, um, they actually sell like section tickets at the nickel plate. Yeah, what? That's crazy. Yeah, look at we're nickel plate be... moving up in the world. Speaking of nickel plate, can we just full pivot one second and then sure. we'll get back to the Bears? Let's fucking pivot. Last concert I saw at nickel plate. Smash Mouth. It's oh, my dude. No. Smash Mouth guy died. But yeah. apparently that guy at the end of his life was like doing some bad things. Yeah. Did you read about that? He had that? a drinking problem. Yeah, he was doing like Nazi salutes on stage and stuff. I... Like real bad guy. Real bad guy. Right. But he died of like liver failure. Yeah. And R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. And R.I.P. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Actually R.I.P. to him. If the Smash Mouth guy was doing Nazi Hitler stuff, salutes, then, yeah. then I'm out. Yeah. But, <laughs> so... Uh, Hang on, pause for a second. You're missing the week one Bears game to go to a concert downtown, the little little city that we live in. Yeah, the Fishers. Not a real actual big concert. <laughs> well, the if you haven't been to the Fishers Amphitheater. I, I'm is, aware of the renovations, but I just want to make... It's a 5,000-person On the venue. record... I need to see this. I you're going to a concert where I go to the yeah, farmer's awesome. market some Saturday mornings, yeah. and wow. that's why you're missing the first game of the year for your football team. You just said pit I'm just a little, threw me for a loop. I'm yeah, a little embarrassed. <laughs> I'm, I, I feel a little sad for you. So this is you've what changed. This is what happened. you've changed. We can we can go through the full story really quick. I love this full. And I'm sorry about this. this. Is my fault. This and is I'll, good. And I'll make it quick. We need this. I got an alert. So Jackie and I's favorite country artist is Russell Dickerson. We're going to a show of his in Chicago uh, for my birthday in October. It's a great time. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I got an alert on Spotify saying Russell Dickerson is coming to the Fisher's nickel play. I'm like, why is Russell Dickerson coming here? Because Russell Dickerson is like a, he's bigger than the Fisher's amphitheater. In my I, opinion, I would agree with that. Um, and I was just kind of surprised by that. And I just auto bought tickets. I was like, this is going to be even awesome. Look at the date. Didn't even look at the date. I'm be honest. Fair. Did, did you say you're going to see him in October? Yeah. And we've already seen him once this year. You're going to see him three times. Yeah. He opened for Brad Paisley. You're, this is making That's it That's my number worse. one guy now. He's your number one? On, uh, country country wow. music guy now. He's I, like, I who, like him. I he's like who him. I listen to the most now. He you're, did put on a good show. Your yeah. defense made it worse for me. What? You've already seen him and you're going to see him again. Dude, I told you what happened. It wasn't a defense. I just told you what happened. In all fairness, if my number one guy came to my city, It was just I'm a going. blind thing I yeah. bought. I wasn't thinking. I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. It was a Sunday. Like, I just didn't think about it. I don't know. I just I just blindly bought it. So, so we're wait, going. what's the worst case scenario? Like, what would you rather happen? The Bears are getting blown out so you can just shut your phone off? Or it's a really close game. You have to be glued to your phone and you're trying to get to the show. Well, Jackie's going to drive to the show. I'm going to watch the I'm going to watch the like game the on my phone, right? And just watch it at. I'm the trying to figure out like because it's a 4:25 game. If you like get there at seven, yeah, you're probably missing the like fourth quarter, right? Yeah, probably the whole fourth quarter. Tough shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just it's something I have to do. It sucks because it is Bears Packers. But let's yeah. get back to that. Yep. Bears Packers. Bears minus one. Oh, the, the Chicago. The last I checked, I don't know what it is oh, now okay. exactly if it's changed, but. Nope, that's correct. Uh, the Chicago Bears. At home. I don't know if I want to say this. <laughs> don't then. <laughs> fuck it. The Chicago Bears are winning this football game. I don't oh, give hell a yeah. fuck what anyone says. The Packers, Bill Simmons has the Packers dick in his mouth. It is unbelievable. I don't, maybe we should have skipped that line. <laughs> I, I was listening to their over-unders podcast, and he was like, Packers might win the division. I'm going to take wow. them more wins than this and that. And it's like, I just think we're just blindly trusting Jordan Love right now, which I don't think we should. And Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs might be out this week. They both didn't practice today. So if their number one and two wide receivers are out, the Chicago Bears are winning this game. It's the most confident I've been in a Bears-Packers game in five years. Yeah. Did the Packers add anybody significant that I'm forgetting about like in the offseason? I don't think so. No. Because this team won eight games last year, and that was with Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. who won an MVP, what, two years ago? The season before. Okay. Yeah. So going from an MVP caliber quarterback to a guy who started one game, maybe two, and you think that's going to be a division winner, Bill Simmons? Yeah. Mm. So that's that's kind of – that did trigger me more than I care to admit that he loved the Packers so much. But uh, anyway, moving on, I think the Bears win. I think they beat them by 10 points. I'm going to put a unit on minus one. Okay. sure. I like the Bears in this game as a home game especially. And just like last year, they looked really good for the first couple weeks. And then they looked terrible. We don't even talk about that yet. And everybody is healthy for the Bears. Jaquan Brisker was the big injury. What about Eddie Jackson? What's going on with him? He's playing too. Uh, the things I've seen on Twitter is that everybody's practicing that's supposed to start. So, uh, all good in bear land there. I think the only one I saw is Dylan Cole. Maybe might miss the game, but he's a backup. Oh no, not Dylan Cole. I know. Huge huge (laughs) player. Um, so those are our three favorite teams. Jake, who is your wild card game you want to talk about? Let's talk Bill's Jets. Sure. Monday night. Monday night. Great Monday night night opener. I can't wait to watch this game. Buck and Aikman. I, what's your opinion on Buck and Aikman, first of all? 
I couldn't have less of an opinion on who's calling a game. I don't even notice don't that care kind about of stuff that so much. No. They're my favorite. I'll, I I'll say like it. Buck and Aikman a lot. The ESPN Monday Night has been broken for so long. They went through so many crews that were god awful to the point where, like, Manning Cast was way more popular. Mm-hmm. Buck and Aikman are the best in the biz. Yeah. Am I? The, I love. I used to love um, Nance. Yeah. But I can't really Buck stand Romo. Not a big Romo guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Rome, the pendulum is really swung on Romo. Everyone, I don't know, Jim. Everyone yeah. really started hating him really quick. But I love Jim Nance. Yeah, I think it's because my golf love. He does yeah. a lot of golf, but. big time. Um, okay, uh, here's my thing that caught my eye about this two game. and a half. I think is what the line yes. is. So two and a half in New York, which technically means the sports books think that the Jets are the favorites because you get three for being at home, right? Right. So two and a half for the Bills. That'd be, you know, neutral site. This game. The Bills are plus two and a half? No, minus two and a half. They're minus two and a half. But it's in New York. Oh, it's in, okay. So am I doing that math? I think right? that math's backwards. backwards. It's backwards. Oh, because yeah. it's five. It would right. be five. It would and be half. five in Buffalo. So I think Buffalo would kill them. Yeah. Hmm. Well, by five and a half points. But yeah. I think the Jets win this game. Wow. All right. I think their defense is for real. The Jets' defense is going to be sick. I think their defense is good. They have seven good pass rushers. And you know whose defense <laughs> I think is really bad? Buffalo's. Yeah, I think Buffalo's is really bad. And Rodgers is going to pick this team apart, and they're at home on Monday night. The Jets hype. I think the Jets hype is real. I think Aaron Rodgers is real, and I think the Jets win this game. Are you going to take the money line or plus two and a half? Uh, no, I'm not going to bet this game. This is a but if you had game. to, plus two and a half. If I had to bet this game, I would just, yeah, I would just, I would take Jets money line. Money line. All right. That's a bold pick for a guy who said he's not going right, to bet the I game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I totally would. What no. do you mean? Maybe I will. There you uh, go. I think I would take the Jets money line. Same thing where I don't think Buffalo's defense is that great. I think the Jets defense is that great. And we've already mentioned before that Josh Allen's a little little turnover prone. And, you know, week one is probably the best time for people to kind of make mistakes. And I, if, if it's in New Jersey, I, I like the Jets on Monday. I agree. I like the Jets as well. We're agreeing too much. This isn't good. But um, <laughs> I still hate Aaron Rodgers, though. <laughs> I love Aaron Rodgers. That's my guy. Ew. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't enjoy who was it? Was it DJ Reed was it, is it, or DJ Reader comparing this Jets defense to the '85 Bears? I didn't really care for that too much. But uh, I think it's DJ Reed. Reader is a D tackle yeah. for somebody else. Um, but yeah, he he said that this is going to be like their defense is going to be like the Legion of Boom or the '85 Bears. So that's uh, that's I don't high know that they're that great. They but might gonna be, be that good. great. They're going to be good. They might be that great, but I don't think you should be saying that before you do. He, anything. he can't come out and say that because now it's has the potential to be. Was it Vince Young on that Eagles Super team, team years ago? Where dude, they signed <laughs> talked Ronnie all about Brown. it, and then they were so so not that good. <laughs> they signed Ronnie Brown, dude. Super team. What's up? Super team. <laughs> Um, Saban, Alex, what's your, what's your game you want to talk about? Um, I would like to talk about the dolphins and the chargers. This is going to be a great game because Tua and Justin Herbert being, uh, what picks were they? You always know draft picks. Like when they got drafted, uh, Tua was five and Justin Herbert was six. I think something like that where just Tua and Herbert are always going to be forever connected in the draft class of, Oh, should the dolphins have gone with Herbert or was this the right move kind of thing? And I love both of those guys when Tua's healthy. Um, 
you know, they're guys that can throw for 400 yards and yeah. four touchdowns any week against anybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a good game. And the Chargers have underperformed over the last few years. And we keep saying it, but maybe this is the year that they finally kind of put it together and start winning more games. But um, even if not, I don't know. The Dolphins are going to be a fun team. The Chargers, I think, are going to be a fun team. And I'm just excited for that matchup. This is the highest total of the weekend. So they expect the most points in this game. I think it's 50 and a half, maybe. 51. 51, 51 right now. what ESPN says. It checks out. But uh, I love a good over. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. And it's a 430 game, too. So yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, easy. 51, 28 to 24. That's a win. Yeah. That's math, baby. Yeah. That's an easy over. That's math, mathin'. What are your thoughts on this game, Jake? The, yeah, I would I would not bet this game because I could literally see it going either way. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a fun game to watch. This is I hope this game is on TV after the Colts game. Yeah, but I this is going to be a really fun game. I I just hope that everyone stays healthy. And you're right though. I'm starting to think the Chargers are kind of fake. Is what I'll say. They yeah. really need to prove it this year. If not, there's going to be some fire. I've, I've said it before. Justin Herbert gets a weird pass for how little he's actually accomplished. Like He's not bad. He's a good quarterback, but he hasn't done anything fantastic, and everybody puts him in this like elite category of quarterbacks, and yet the potential's there, but like I just don't feel like we've actually seen it yet. Yeah. Hi, my name is Zach, and I am one of those people that put Justin Herbert higher than he actually should be. <laughs> I love Justin Herbert. That's, that's good self-awareness. Yeah. I love him too, but no, when you but like, really look at like, it, he I, shouldn't be yeah. in the tier that he's talked about. Because yeah, people put him with Mahomes and Burrow. Yeah, the that's numbers no aren't there. I agree with you. I do. That being said, I will have him higher than a lot of you, than all of you. In, in oh, he's just so good looking and so humble and what a great no, guy. No, I like, get it. No, it's fine. I get it. I just think when he's right, because he, he last year he fucked up his ribs and had a rib injury a lot of last season that wasn't talked about, and so did Kirk. Okay, fine, fair. Kirk Cousins is better than Justin Herbert. Is that what you want me to say? Whoa, <laughs> whoa. we don't need crazy takes. Just keep talking about your boyfriend. My gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Justin Herbert's like the most talented quarterback in the NFL, and. That's I, crazy. I, That's I crazy. do. I do. That, you're proving the Herbert. I know. I literally <laughs> said 45 I seconds ago. Yeah, I said he's that. self-aware. So that's good. But that, that's exactly it. And the worst part is like, I don't think like, you're insane. Like, yeah. I can't believe you would think that. Like, you see it. He has the tools. He has like all this. But like, he just, when you really look at the production, mm-hmm. it hasn't been there to yeah. get the praise and the... You know, I agree with stuff you. that he I, gets. for the record. I agree with you, but I will still continue to praise him. This is a big year for Brand Staley. If this doesn't work out, Brand Staley's gone. Yep. I would they argue fired he probably it's a coordinator. Yeah, so they tried that. Right. And if he if this doesn't work out with that change, everyone's going. I would argue he probably and, should have been fired last year. But yeah. do they have Kellen, Kellen Moore now? Yeah. Is he there? Yeah. That's a big deal. That that'll is a big be, deal. He is a lot better than Joe Lenardi because right. I think that was who. And we used to talk about this division being really, really tough and like, oh, well, we get it because this division is really tough. The yeah. Raiders and the Broncos are going to be really bad. Right. And the Chiefs, who are knows? the Chiefs, yeah. A lot of people are not picking against the Chiefs right now. So yeah. this is the year. Figure it out this yeah. year. Um, I agree. Who do you, Who wins this game? Uh, I'll go with the home team, Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I feel like I'm a big sucker for the home team. Just Same. opening week. A lot of energy the in the building. The fans yeah. are riled up. Well, maybe not in LA. I was going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Dolphins. All, gonna- all 10 Chargers fans in the stands. Let's go. Herbert. I'm going to take the Dolphins because I think there's going to be more Dolphins fans than Chargers fans in that state. There. So I'm going to take the Dolphins that's, on the That's run. actually not a bad, not a bad so point. That's, that's my pick. Uh, the game I want to talk about, 
we mentioned another game earlier in our little pre-show meeting, but I'm going to audible here. A game that I think is razzle dazzle. Uh, we were going to talk about Cowboys Giants, but you can listen to the Cowboys on ESPN. Like yeah, talk, listen to people talk about yeah. the Cowboys. Just a good on divisional ESPN. matchup to yeah. open the season with good two stuff, teams that should whatever. be good, and we did it. I am intrigued because I think this game could go different than how people are seeing it. This Eagles Patriots game, I think, is a is going to be a much closer game than people expect it to be. I'm trying to see what the line so what's is. the line on it? The Eagles are four point favorites in Foxborough. Okay. Tom Brady, they're retiring Tom Brady's number or do it like Ring of Honor or like honoring him before oh, I didn't the game know Tuan or Brady was going to be there. Yeah. Tuan Brady's going to be there. Tuan Brady? Um, Speaking to him real quick. Is, so he's the third member of the Manning cast. That's what we got from that promo video. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Is he? They had like this two minute long promo video where they like fake interviewed people and like it was like a no for a bunch of people. But then Tom Brady, it seemed like he was going to be the third chair. Oh, that'd be yeah, kind of cool. That's kind of cool, right? Because they, they kept him in the waiting room and he yeah. was like, no, I didn't get it. But it was kind of a. Definitely seems ha, like ha, it's going to be seems so like Tom, maybe. Eli, and Peyton. That's so, so is he working for ESPN or Fox? <sighs> Who knows? Or both. Doesn't he like own the Raiders now or something? The Raiders and a pickleball team and <laughs> classic Patriots stuff, just collusion everywhere. Yeah, just collusion just, everywhere. But anyways, back to the Patriots game. Yeah. Um I think this is gonna be high emotion in Foxborough and the Patriots fans hate the Eagles, obviously, because of the Super Bowl a few years ago. And I just think they keep it close. I think it's a good run game. I think Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke have a good game, and uh, they keep it close. No, see, here we go. Here's some disagreement. Here. Perfect. This team is trash. I this kind of agree trash. with you, but I'm talking about in this specific game. And I don't spot, care. They lose this game about. by. They lose this game by 14. Okay. Even in oh. Tom Brady, they'll have to the burn the, the thing they retired. Well, yeah. shit, Tom's already going to be there. They're just going to put Should the put up? the jersey on him. Yeah, just yeah. let that him go out there and, and throw. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? People, I don't know if anybody's talking about that, yeah. but now we are. Yeah, just first let, reported. Let Tom play. I'm yeah. so excited for this team to suck. Oh man, I'm so excited. <laughs> Can't wait to watch Belichick go down in flames to end his career. I'm gonna take the uh, the Eagles, but I'll take the the Patriots and the points plus four. Alex, what's what's your pick? Uh, I think I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I just don't think the Patriots have a talented enough roster. I don't think now, they're very good for the record, but it's just there's just going to be a lot of emotion in that building. Right. And the and first game after a Super Bowl. like A Patriots defense is always going to be a Patriots right. defense as long as Belichick's there. It's going to – I think it might be a little closer than people think, but I just don't think they have the pure talent on that roster to stop the Eagles at right. all. That's going to be a fun game, though. I'm excited. Uh, that's all of our NFL stuff. Uh, I just want to mention that they're also opening the season with the toilet bowl Cardinals commanders, the two worst teams in the league. That's going to be a shit show. Right. Oh, and every week I want us to put together a touchdown prop, uh, touchdown parlay. So we each pick one person to score a touchdown. We'll parlay them together and we'll keep it, keep track of it all season. Uh, impromptu Jake, give me a touchdown score this weekend. Okay, well, we didn't do any research, so uh, I'm going to give no, you a no long research. shot. I'm just going to have to think about like my fantasy team. I'm going to give you a drafted. long shot. I'll put a dollar on this every week. Noah Gray scores a touchdown this week. Okay, Noah Gray. We'll have to put him in the parlay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with something that's not a long shot. I'm just going to go Austin Eckler. I think Austin Eckler scores a touchdown. I believe he's minus 165 on FanDuel. Okay, so you already did some research. This is yeah. all on the fly, off the cuff. Um, it was in the notes. Oh, I, I can't access the notes because I can't sign into my or my iCloud storage is full and I don't want to pay for shit. more. It's it's a mess over here. Um, uh, Who scores in the Vikings game, dude? 
Um, because it do, with a touchdown with a four person touchdown parlay, we don't it doesn't have to be crazy. Like crazy, yeah, you're right. Because the four, the four, like who'd you say, Noah Gray? That's yeah, so be. maybe we should keep track of like if one person messes it up, like yeah. me, for example, if this, this yeah. week I'll take the blame for that. Yeah, kind of vibes. Uh, Noah Gray does score this week, though. Again, this is just panic pick, but on the fly, we're going double tight ends. T.J. Hawkinson will score. I like that. T.J. Uh, Hawkinson will take. So one we got Hawkinson. Vikings. We got Gray. We got um, Austin Eckler. Ben, do you have one for us? A player? Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Gibbs. That's, that's two for tomorrow night's game. I know. So. Two running backs, two tight ends. Yep. Bet a dollar on it. Yep. Bet responsibly. Bet responsibly. So I'll put we'll, 50 on it. Cover your bets for the rest of the season. <laughs> so we will. Uh, Here's how we get sued. <laughs> we will tweet that out and put it on Instagram and stuff for you guys to follow along and we'll track that all year. But I think that'll be fun to do. See see if we can win some money yeah. from doing that. You know I love a good touchdown parlay. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. You do. <laughs> do I love a good touchdown parlay? Uh, let's get into some non-sports stuff going on. Uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorced. Sad. Love's not real. Sad. Yeah. Love's dead. What Who did Sophie Turner play in Game of Thrones? Um, Sansa. Yeah. Is that like Sansa Stark? The head bitch or what? No. Her? No. She's way up there though. Okay. She, hierarchy. Yeah. I was like, she was, she was Loki in charge of the North for a minute there. Yeah. Okay. Not the head bitch though. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's right. one head bitch and right. it's not her. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I saw a lot of stuff on the internet about them not wearing their wedding rings and all of this stuff. and They got to go back to having conversations at the Waffle House, dude. They got to go back to... I think that was about the band, maybe. But, you know, maybe they <laughs> should have conversations at the Waffle House, too. So, RIP their love. Sad. Um, <laughs> this is one of the more disgusting things we'll talk about on this podcast. And we'll talk about it quickly, but I just thought it was hilarious. Did you guys see the... Not hilarious. It is hilarious. Objectively, it's just, it's hilarious. just yucky. It's, I don't think it's. Hilarious. I could can I ex- the can I introduce no. the topic no. before we just start talking about no. it? Everyone knows. No, they don't. We just want to make it known. This is your thing right now. Yeah, because it's I'm hilarious. Not, most things that we talk about on this podcast, I will sign off for on all three of us or four of us mm-hmm. being like, "Yep, we are discussing this." This is Zach. Parsons wants to talk about this is this. just funny stuff so there was a plane that was going from Atlanta to Barcelona I think is what it was Barcelona Barcelona long, long flight. flight and about 30 minutes into the flight apparently somebody had uh, diarrhea and was trying to run back to the bathroom and couldn't uh, get there in time and just diarrhea all over the plane. A shocking amount. Like a an amount, shocking amount of diarrhea. amount. Like, yeah. you would not believe the video. Yeah. It's it crazy. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> my question is, why didn't they go to the bathroom sooner? Two, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what took them so long to get back there? Like, was the beverage cart in the way? Like, is that one of those things? You know, like, did you have to, like, fucking swerve the beverage cart? Is that what took well, so long? Well, 30 minutes in, maybe you don't have the, like, the... So unbuckled. it's probably not that then. You're right. It's yeah. probably not the beverage cart. And then three, uh, you know how much you have to shit for them to turn the plane around and take everybody back to Atlanta? You ever drank too much milk too quickly? <laughs> no. You know, that just, like, flows yeah. right through you. And it's everything completely cleansed. Yeah. So that's what I imagine this person. Yeah, has this person through. spoke? Like, did they say why? What I, I have a feeling there's been no name involved with this. I've As seen, it should be. This poor person's got to be humiliated. No, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. If you diarrhea all over a plane like this, there you have to fucking take accountability Own for it. that. And you know what makes me think? 
it's a woman. That's why we haven't heard a name. Because I think if there was a, <laughs> oh I think it, I think if this if this was a dude, I truly do think this. If this was a dude, this would be a, be out on the other. If, it, if it's know, a dude. big old guy who looks like a, a pants pooper, yeah. then he yeah. would be. I'll argue the other way because they sure threw that. That mother effer back there's not real lady under the well, bus. Well, because real she fast. was she was acting like a psychopath. This well, person, we never we never got to see that mother one, effer back there though. One That's too true. many gummies, man. Okay? Yeah, just that happens you know? to the best of us. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was a funny story. Oh, dude, I, get off! Dude. I just want to say that like medical problems exist, like Crohn's disease and IBS, and sometimes if it's shout coming, out Joe. Out Joe. it's coming, this part, and this poor person part. couldn't control it, and obviously had the most miserable, embarrassing, horrifying time of their life, and I feel a little bad I for I feel it. bad for this person. I never want you to he- uh, make fun of Joe about his Crohn's ever again, then, if you say that. That's fair. <laughs> Deal? Hey, I don't. I don't feel like we make fun of that. Oh, hundred percent. We make fun of Joe and his Crohn's. So I don't want to hear you ever make fun of him ever again. If you feel bad for this person, because I don't. Well, I got plenty of other stuff to bully Joe for. That's not that. All right, fair enough. Uh, moving on, Jake. You have a concert story. I have a yeah. So I want to pose this to the group here, and I want to our listeners. And I'll just be fully transparent with my personal life here and my my the way I spend my money. You can make fun of me for it if you want. Um, Zach Bryan, really hot in the streets right now. Uh, he's my number one. I've listened to Zach Bryan for a long time. I'm not trying to flex. I'm not trying to say I was Zach Bryan first, but Ben knows. Shout out Bree Chicken Fry. Uh, yeah. Which I think they, they, might have, they might have broke up recently. Oh, really? I think that's, oh. that might be hot off the presses. Wow. So, Breaking news? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if that's real. First reported by the second unit podcast. They all. broke out or broke up. Broke um, out. Anyway, so there was a Taylor Swift type war today pre-sale right. with Zach Bryan. I got in a queue of 22,000 people mm-hmm. for one show. You can buy six tickets. So I knew I was not going to be able to. Where is he coming? Well, this I bought a show for uh, the Enterprise Center where the Blues play actually in St. Louis. Yeah. So I am going to St. Louis. But here's the story. I get in the line, 22,000 people in front of me. I think, no way, whatever. I sit in the queue for 48 minutes just, I don't know, just like oh, praying that maybe I get in and there's a balcony two balcony seats for me and my wife to go. And all of a sudden it gets down to 6,000 and I get a little message on Ticketmaster that says, we've opened a second show to St. Louis due to the demand. Click on this link. So I click on the link and and it boots me to a thousand people in front of me. I'm like, oh no, I'm going to actually be able to go. I get in, I bought two tickets, $200 a piece after fees. I spent $473. Is that ridiculous? And where are the seats at? They're good seats. They're in the lower bowl. Oh, that's fine then. I've been to the Enterprise Center once to see a 21 Pilots concert, and you guys would know better. The concert's are actually right in the middle of the floor because mm-hmm. you guys have been to Blues games, so I think anything in the lower bowl is going to be really good. Yeah, that's good. good seat. So I got good tickets. but I don't think that's too much What My question is, what is the most you would spend on a concert ticket to see whoever? Yeah, Parsons, imagine uh, Rusty Dick is going to <laughs> Ruoff. And you can well, get or your favorite floor. venue ever, or your favorite venue. Well, ever. Russell oh. Dickerson is different than. Oh, so we're talking real concerts at real venues. Okay, <laughs> Russell Got Dickerson it. is different than Zach Bryan because Zach Bryan has this demand of like uh, right. super expensive. Shout like, out tourniquet, like tickets or whatever. Yeah. So uh, you'll. Never I'm just saying to... hypothetically. Let's let's put your favorite alter- artist of all time in their like really high demand at yeah. the coolest venue. What is the two, most you would ever spend? I would pay two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks, yeah. For like, oh, for like good easy. seats, yeah. for good seats. Oh, if it was like my absolute favorite artist, I would pay two hundred bucks to stand in the lawn somewhere. Yeah, like Post Malone was pretty expensive, and I had no problem. I said, "Yep, whatever that's going to cost, let's do it." So yeah. I didn't do anything too crazy today. No, I was <laughs> I like, if it was twice. like my favorite artist, and it was like really good seats, I 
probably could drop maybe like four or five hundred bucks on like a, this paid. is going to be a great experience kind of thing. But like I'm a teacher, I got money, so like four <laughs> or five hundred dollars like nothing to me. Kaiser paid three hundred bucks for his Taylor Swift tickets, and I didn't think that was crazy. Well, it could also be resold for like I don't know a car yeah. payment. What was Kaiser's uh, Eric Church? Because he was like down, like in the pit. I don't know pit. how much that. Not that much. It not as much as, as I expensive. think it was like a couple hundred bucks okay. for like. I've already looked in my section that I've bought tickets for. The cheapest ticket you can buy is seven hundred fifty dollars a ticket. Yeah, I spent four hundred fifty for two. Four hundred seventy three for two. Resell it. Resell. Go, no, I'm resell going. It. Resell. I'm go going. somewhere else. Resell it. Pay your mortgage. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going, dude. I All love right. Zach Bryan. Um, if you have Zach Bryan listener, drop it in the in the Facebook comments whenever we put. Drop there. in the comments. <laughs> um. Let's talk a little Big Brother. Let's. Uh, are you caught up on the most recent episode? Um, through Sunday, yeah. So there's an episode tonight. But yeah, obviously we're right. not watching, we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I'm caught up. So the last person that was supposed to go home was Jag. Yes, but Matt won the invincibility power, which is a new special twist this year, where he was able to save one person over the next two weeks. Used it on Jag. No one knows it's Matt. Well, people have ideas, but it wasn't like a public thing. Um, Cameron, basically the whole uh, Cameron won HOH and the whole week resets, essentially. We're just starting over. Jared wins HOH. Uh, was kind of given the HOH because Izzy fucked up the question. Not really. He won won the the thing, but he won. So good for him. And he puts up Cameron and Red. That's where we're at. Speaking of Jared, there's some controversy going on in the old Big Brother house where on the live feeds, he called America the R word. Um, mentally challenged. Can't person. do that. Can't do that 2023, anymore. 2023, we don't Which, do that. For a little context, we've already sent a contestant home for using a racial slur. Right. Using this the N word. Season. This season. We've done it twice in the last, what, two seasons, right? Right. So my question to you is, should Jared get kicked off of Big, Big Brother for saying the R word? Mm, that is, that's so tough. Because a lot of fans are saying he should get kicked off. And me personally, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't think he should be kicked off for that. I think there's a... Because uh, the guy that got kicked off for the N word, uh, Luke, was like, if I got kicked off for this, he should have gotten kicked off for this. Like, he came out and publicly said that. Well, here's what I'd say. Luke used a word that was always offensive. Right. Whereas Jared used a word that used to be correct. Right. There are there were like associations that said that word right. correctly. Like that was the correct way to say right. it. We've since like amended that. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. But I will say as I think that I don't think he should be kicked off for it. I think that no. he maybe should be reprimanded in yeah. some way. Like if you want to take his HOA away or something, do that. Yeah. Or something yeah i don't think it's that deep, i don't think the show should remove him. no now if the castmates come together and they collectively think that well then he just needs kick to him out next. yeah exactly just, just vote him, out. him off then but yeah i i don't think it's turned into like a huge deal by any means but this dude jared if his mom was not in the show too he would he sucks uh, at this game he is he's so bad yeah well like, he's just trying to get it in yeah yeah and that's crazy like yeah. you're coming here for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars and you can't like contain yourself for a yeah. hundred days it's like yeah. dude He's so bad. His mom has has played such a good game, yeah. and he it might wreck it. It's crazy because Siri's kind of fucking up though here this week, where she's like, uh, but she he, only messed up because Jared messed up on right. her behalf. Yeah, 
for sure. But <laughs> people people are starting to catch on that yes. like right. she's telling other people stuff, like Jag and her. Like mm. I think Jag's kind of onto her. He's the it, only one though. Yeah. Well, America was America is to, also on onto them as well. And I, I, I like Sari. I just want these other contestants to, like wake up and play yeah. the game. I feel right. like everyone else is just letting Sari railroad them right, right now, which is crazy. Well, because the first few weeks they've there's been kind of an established like house target of like that's who we're gonna get out. Yeah. Now I think it's gonna be a little. I think Cameron's going to be the I next think Cameron goes easily. That house hates Cameron. Yeah. America doesn't like Cameron. Cam like America the contestant, not right. America the player, but uh or the America the, the nation. Yeah, the audience. <laughs> yeah. Um he's kind of a creep. I've seen some clips where he like makes weird comments and and looks at America in weird ways and stuff and it's I just and I did see something where Red and Red and Cameron broke up too. The, Red the, and Jack. Oh, Red and Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I like Red. Yeah. So Red, I think Red's Red a is, better player. Red is distancing himself from yeah. Cameron and kind of told him to his face. It was it was a very emotional breakup on the feeds, let me tell you. Well, the feeds have heard, been very good this year. And he heard that Cameron was throwing his name under the bus. Yeah, Cameron was quick to be like, All right, if you want to get yeah. Red out, let's get Red out. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was Jared's doing. Yeah. That was a good move by Jared. It to was be a great like, move. Yeah, that was, I know, because I agree with you, I don't think Jared's been playing a, the best game so far, but that was a good move to be like, hey, right. your boy just threw you under the bus quick. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I think Red Red's out on him. Uh, it's really kind of not much as else has happened um, in Big Brother since last week, so I guess we can kind of move on to the worst trades of all time draft. Draft. We're going to do three rounds. Um I will go first, right? Is that what we decided? I'll go first. Same will go second. Yep. You'll go third. Yep, that's correct. Um, worst trades of all time. Let me pull my notes up. <laughs> this is this is a lot of pressure. So did was this for any sport period? Yep. Because pretty much all of mine are football. <laughs> that's fine. You can do any sport. I have Good. some baseball. I have some football. I have a basketball. Um. I'm just going to go with one that uh, my favorite team is involved in, but it's the St. Louis or the Chicago Cubs trading Lou Brock to the St. Louis Cardinals um, for the Cardinals gave up Ernie Broglio, Bobby Shantz and Doug Clemens legends, legends of the game. And this was already probably my one, one pick, but I did some more research into this and this kind of shows you how big a scumbags Cubs, uh, the Cubs organization is. And Jake, you'll like this as well. You know why they traded Lou Brock? Allegedly, this is obviously whatever alleged. Is that a racial thing? Said there were five black people on the team already, and that was too many black people on the team. So they had to trade. out for the time period. Yep. And uh, Buck O'Neill was the hitting coach for the Cubs at the time. And he was like, guys, we cannot trade Lou Brock. Like, Lou Brock is legit. And they said, we have too many black people on the team and we have to get rid of one of them. They had Billy Williams and Ernie Banks and a couple other guys at the time and shipped them off to the Cardinals for nothing. Great Lou, trade. Lou Brock ended up being Hall of Famer. Great, yeah. Hall of Famer. Stolen base, great. Love him. Good. And just gave me another reason to dislike the Chicago Cubs. Exactly. I well, Thank honestly, I, I when I was reading it, I was like, this is going to be incredible stuff. So fuck the Cubs. All right. Pick uh, two. Um, my pick along with my team involved the herschel walker trade ah, everybody knows list. everybody knows this is coming damn that was mine the the vikings traded 
a ludicrous amount of picks for Herschel Walker. He was on the Cowboys. They were like one in 15 and then they shipped him to Minnesota. The Cowboys ended up getting three first round picks and three second round picks plus like players. There was some other pieces, another third round pick going back and forth. There was another third, another six and four players. Yeah. Just all kinds of crazy stuff. But I read into it some more doing research for this. And apparently there were some conditions to the Cowboys getting all six I of those top picks. And apparently Jimmy Johnson basically like held up the middle finger and was like, mm, I'm going to do all the sleazy things yep. I need to do to make sure we I keep all, all of those picks. Like uh, it was if they like cut the players, um, then they wouldn't would or would get. I don't know. But he basically kept some guys on the team and told the coaches and the whole staff, we're not going to play these guys at all mm -hmm. so we can get all the draft picks. So just like all-time kind of scummy shit. Herschel Walker spent like two and a half years in Minnesota, mm -hmm. never even rushed for 1,000 yards. And then all those picks helped the Cowboys build their 1990s dynasty and just all-time bad look for the Vikings. Yeah, that was a toughie. That was a toughie. Jake, two gonna, picks here. I'm going to go back-to-back -back NBA. Ready? Okay. First one is I'm going to do the Kobe Bryant, the classic Kobe Bryant trade. Yep. He got traded for Vladi Divac. Yep. Uh, Divac. Yeah, Divac, whatever. All-time legend. And yeah. yeah, he was good. And he refused to go to the team for a little while. And they were basically, listen, dude, you got to go. Like, yeah. we have to get this Kobe guy on the team. Uh, the Lakers obviously made a great trade with that yeah. one. Uh, Charlotte is where yep. Vladi went, right? Uh, he was the thir Kobe's 13th pick. Charlotte didn't need Kobe, so they were fine. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Didn't need Kobe? Yeah. So I'm going to go that one. And then I'm going to go another NBA one. This one is a little more recent. This I'm going to go the uh, Brooklyn Nets-Boston Celtics trade On that sent the, basically the aging big two of Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Who else? Was it Jason Terry? Yeah, I have the exact yeah. trade here. It's KG, Pierce, Jason Terry, and DJ White, Indiana legend. Yeah. To Brooklyn for Gerald Wallace, Chris Humphreys, Marshawn Brooks, Chris Joseph, Keith Bogans, and first round picks in 2014, 16, 18, with a pick swap in 2017. The Celtics went on to use those picks to get Kyrie Irving and draft Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yes. So that one all time bad. It, it Mikhail Prokhorov, it, it led him to sell the team, basically. That, that was, was so bad. That was the classic new owner syndrome. Of yep. He had just acquired mm -hmm. the team. The Nets were in maybe a position to win, and they just went for it. And yep. it didn't work it out for them. It was so bad. I think they maybe made the playoffs one or two years with those guys. Because I, I think Joe Johnson was on those teams, too. Like, yeah. Aging veterans is yeah. what that team was. Yeah, and I probably that was the ass end of Darren Williams as well, if I had to guess. Yeah. So it was Brooke Lopez. Uh, I think was on. The yeah. Teams. So um, who good was good at the time? But yeah. Yeah. Good pick. I like that. What's your second pick? Uh, I'm between a handful. They're all very similar, bad trades and good. Um, I just think it would be more fun to talk about uh, the Chargers trading up to get Ryan Leaf. Oh. At number two. Yeah. The reason why I think it's so bad is they only moved up one spot. They had pick three. Right. And they gave up pick three, the next year's first, and a second just to move up that one spot for a guy who ended up being like 
what is you the know biggest bust globally known as like the all-time greatest bust like That's terrible tough. draft pick that guy spent what maybe like two or three years in the league mm. and then had all kinds of like off the field personal issues so like he never even really was a player for them at all so th- the big thing for me is that you only jumped one spot and you gave up a ton for somebody who was kind of a mess i that's good that's colts did great on getting peyton manning one pick before that yep could have gone really bad the all-time story is that peyton apparently said to bill polian listen i guess i would really like to come to indianapolis even though you guys stink and it's fine if you pick me but if you don't pick me i'm gonna spend the next 20 years kicking your ass and they took it so good shit so i have two picks here good pick two picks my last two picks of the draft these are good picks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot my own horn here. <laughs> These are good picks. Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields. Oh, that's so mean. The White Sox traded superstar prospect uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. for big, dang, big game James in the effort to make a playoff push and maybe win the World Series, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, I'm just going to – you hurt my feelings. Like I, I feel legitimately sad right now. <laughs> Uh, I have some stats for you. Do you this, want that? The, yeah, just get him out there. He it's going to hurt again. His name, his nickname was Big Game James, but he was 3-6 and six in his career in the postseason. So I don't know if that's really big game of him. And with the White Sox, he went on to go 16-35 and 35 with a 5-3-1 ERA. But at least he didn't get suspended for a year for steroids. So that's think about true. that. That's so. so true. Don't want cheaters on my team. Right. I didn't. I feel sad. <laughs> that did actually fuck you it up. It did. That's actually I wasn't ready for it. It's <laughs> Shit, too like too recent. Everything else felt like, oh yeah, like all time and all time. And I'm like, is that all time? It, it could be. That guy's like a generational talent. Yeah. It's fine. That's fine. White Sox didn't need him. Yeah. And then my last we pick. We had so many good prospects that have panned out. So like we didn't need him. And my last pick, Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death. <laughs> Horrible trade. That's That's unexpected, but. Yeah. 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 America got fleeced. I don't yeah. think we should have traded the merchant in death for anybody, let no. alone Brittany Griner. Let alone somebody who had what a little bit of hash oil yeah, or something right. kind of thing. So America R- got Russia really played on that. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, we got we got Putin. Yeah. Putin Putin got us good there. So uh yeah, that that was just something that I thought of that it was a slam dunk pick. America got screwed. Wow. That's my last pick. I am absolutely shook by the last two picks <laughs> can't even use my brain right now holy hell this is this took a turn we traded britney griner for someone with the nickname of the merchant of death that is fucking terrifying it's it's kind of sick like yeah all-time sick nickname all-time like sick. really shitty person like i don't yeah. want to act like right. i'm you know right we're defending this guy Russia, at all but yeah i'm, I'm anti-bad people right Obviously a bad person. That's a sick nickname. Yeah. Objectively. Objectively. Okay. Uh, back to... Well, now mine's going to sound so stupid. <laughs> uh, another fun one is Ricky Williams. Yep. The Saints yeah. trading literally an entire draft. Shout out. Plus a first and third in the next year's draft to move from 12 to five. So only to move up seven picks, but it was literally that year's first, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and then a one and a three the following year yeah. to get 
Ricky Williams who would rather just go to an island and smoke weed. I tell you what, if the NFL let him smoke weed, he might have been the best running back of all time. Could have been. Like legitimately, and I and I am not saying that without any joke at all, that trade did not work out because the NFL doesn't let, didn't let the player smoke weed then. Because that dude was, when he was at the top of his game, was maybe the best running back I've ever seen. Just unbelievable player. Great pick. Shout out Ricky. What's he up to now? Probably smoking weed on an island somewhere. Yeah, probably. I feel like I haven't seen it. Like, I feel like there was a period of time where the internet would have pictures of him pop Mm -hmm. up every, like, year or two of, like, he's, yeah, looking like he hasn't showered in the last year, but just living his best life. So I hope he's still out there doing that. I bet he is. Shout out, Ricky. Come on the pod. (laughs) Come on the pod. Jake, last pick. Mr. Irrelevant. All right. I think... I'm going to have to just go Babe Ruth to the Yankees. That's a good I have pick. To. That's a good I, pick. They traded Babe, the Boston Red Sox traded Babe Ruth for $100,000 in 1919 to fund a play. What was um, the play's name? I can't remember. No, no, no. No, no, Nanette, yeah. I believe is what it's called. Yeah. So <laughs> That's good research. That's great research. And, I mean, Babe Ruth at the time was 24. He was pitching and hitting. He was the olden day Shohei Otani and they mm. traded him just for cash to their will go on to be their biggest rivals and they had an over 100 year curse because of it yeah I uh, that's tough that is tough <laughs> I did I, that was on my board yeah. and I was li- reading into that story too apparently Bay was not well re- liked in the Red Sox locker room was mm. just kind of a dickhead would just kind of do whatever he wants didn't really follow classic the rules. George yeah <laughs> so uh, it wasn't so much that them to like they needed to do it to fund the play i think but it was just like this guy sucks like we just want him out of our yeah. locker room and that just happened to be what they got back you know and good draft guys was it was it a, was it a good musical though like do we know I, I, no, is there no. any historical record on like critics reviews of no no no, no. nanette or whatever the hell you probably said it was um, something got some honorable mentions yeah i have two i have a couple honor, honorable mentions um basketball mainly uh, I have, well, I have one football. It's the RG3 trade. Yeah. I had that on mine, but the only reason that one is there is because of injury, like health wise. Like it's That's not, it's not like, oh, RG3 was so terrible. What a terrible pick. If he didn't mess up his knee, like, I don't think we'd be talking about that yeah, as an all time bad one. Wash- I agree. Washington acquired the number two pick in the 2012 draft for, um, a first round pick in 2012, a second round pick in 2012, and then a first in 2013 and 2014. So four very high draft picks for, for RG3. You are right. If the knee didn't explode, I think you'd probably still be playing quarterback for yep. the commanders. Um, basketball ones I have, the Bucks trading Dirk Nowitzki for Robert Tractor Trailer uh, is just a tough trade. I believe it was a tra- uh, draft night situation. RIP to the Tractor Trailer. Yeah, RIP to That was him. a big dude. Yeah. Um, so I have that trade. I have the Carmelo Anthony trade to the Knicks and that wasn't so much just a bad, that was just a bad trade for Carmelo Anthony that he forced himself to the Knicks at the trade deadline half a season before he was going to go sign with the Knicks anyway. And the Knicks had to give up Wilson Chandler, Danilo Gallinari, Raymond Felton, Timothy Mozgov. Uh, 2014 first, a 2016 pick swap and two second round picks for a guy that they could have just signed into their cap space four months later. Sure. Said, hey, I'd love to come on your team, but also get rid of all the decent players you have before I come. They did use all that room to sign Amari Stoudemire, though. They did, but... Who's that didn't pan out? Yeah, it also didn't pan out. But also, that was when, like, Gallinari, Chandler, and Raymond Felton, and Mozgov were all, like, young players. Decent players, players, yeah. Yeah. 
And then ah, Mozgov before the money. Yeah, Mozgov before the money. And then the last trade I have, and it's too recent. That's why I didn't do it. But the Rudy Gobert trade for four that's firsts bad. and Walker Kessler, uh, who just already looks better. Last than Rudy season Gobert. alone, just last season looked better than Rudy Gobert um, for the Jazz. So. And what spurred this conversation with the Trey Lance trades? So. I was just saying, and did we even Trey mention Lance, Trey Lance? Because I want to make sure Lance that gets trade. mentioned that you traded, what, three first round picks? Yeah. And two years later, you ship him away for, for a, fourth. a fourth. Yeah. Not a great, not a great move. Yeah. So let's go over our picks really quick and then we'll wrap up. Jake, go ahead. I had Kobe Bryant to the Lakers for Vladi Divac. Um, the. Brooklyn Nets trade and the Boston Celtics trade that infamously gave Celtics uh, Tatum and Brown and Kyrie Irving. And then I had Babe Ruth to the Yankees. Okay. Herschel Walker to the Vikings, uh, Ryan leaf uh, for two first and a second to move up one spot and get that hot mess. And then draining an entire draft and then some for Ricky Williams. Okay. And then I have Lou Brock, Fernando Tatis to the the Padres. So mean. And uh, Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death. That's a good one. Ben, can you put a put a poll in the bottom of this episode on Spotify and and have the fans vote and see who wins that poll? So uh, if you're listening on Spotify, go uh, go vote for that. I think it'd be fun. Uh, we're gonna try to do more drafts and things like that. But that about wraps us up for episode 26 of the second year podcast. We have to go play some softball. Um, go team. Yep. We will be back next week, uh, breaking down week two of the NFL, college football, previewing week three, all sorts of other stuff. But until then, happy birthday, Lil Zan.